Luke chapter number 7, verse number 26 to 35. We are still sharing on the children of wisdom. Hallelujah. The children of wisdom. But what is it that you, what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I say unto you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with him, with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. And the Lord said, to what shall I compare or to what shall I liken the men of this generation? To what, shall, what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another saying, we played a flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned at you and you did not weep. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and you say he has a demon. The son of man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look, a glutton, a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Let's read verse 35 together. Ready, go. But wisdom is justified by all her children. What this particular scripture is saying, or what this verse, the last verse is saying is that wisdom has all children, isn't it? Wisdom has a lot of children, not just one. Wisdom has, has children, and those children justify him, or justify her, or justify wisdom. Hallelujah. Which means that your, the outcome of your life or the outcome of the things that are uh, your circumstances is a total, uh, it's a total summary of the choices you have made. Am I making sense? Uh, we said that wisdom, the definition that we gave was wisdom is the application of knowledge. How many agree with that? With that? Wisdom is the application of knowledge. When you apply knowledge to a specific circumstance, it means you have wisdom. Hallelujah. <clears throat> um, say, for instance, you know that uh, when the oven is hot or the stove is hot, you don't touch it. You know that. It's a knowledge. Yeah. Are you with me? You know but if you go and touch an oven that is hot and your hand is bent, it means you haven't applied the knowledge you knew very well to the circumstances. Am I making sense? You know that sleeping with a boy you are not married to can cause problems. Hello? I gave the oven one, you are okay with it. Now I'm giving this one, you are trying to squeeze your face. Don't mind them, Reverend. Just give them example. It's too early to come down. Okay, I'll stay up. So, so I'm going to stay. I don't want trouble. So if you go frolicking. George, you, you, you've just come. How are you laughing? Oh, we haven't welcomed George. Hey, can put your hands together for George. 
He's my friend. You, you get to know who he is. If you go frolicking and you end up in a problem, it means you did not apply the knowledge you knew. Unprotected sex can lead to sexually transmitted diseases. And you, you, you go engaging in that activity, even though you have the knowledge, it means you have not applied wisdom very well. You have not been very prol- prolific or efficient with, with the knowledge that you carry. Hallelujah. The Surgeon General has determined that cigarette smoking is dangerous to your health. And you are a medical practitioner. You know this. You have, you have examined kidneys and you have examined lungs that are, are cancerous, that are black with smoke. And yet you are smoking. It means you have not applied the knowledge you know judiciously. Hallelujah. It must be the, the thing I ate this morning. Hallelujah. Wisdom is the particular way you think. Amen. You, you, you know, uh, I can give you another example. You, you, you go to a, a, a classroom, a lecture room, doing PhD in economic management, in macroeconomy. You, you go and, uh, 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 and study all these sort of wild, you know, theories, macroeconomics, uh, microeconomics, uh, uh, how to uh, bring inflation down, how to make sure that fiscal policies and structures and all these type of wild, nice things. You sit in the same classroom with some people. Then after that, when you graduate, you take the airplane back home with all this acquired knowledge, knowledge and experience. Some people, your classmates, also take that uh, knowledge and they go into their home and they start working in the policy uh, department of the, of the, of the uh, country. And you also take a plane, go to a certain part of the, la- the, the world. You land and then you go and they appoint you into the, policy place. Into the place to give policies. To apply the knowledge you have to the economy, to better the economy. After we have paid so much money to educate you. Now, now, after a while, we come to the country that you have been managing. With those policies. With all the nice policies you have learned. And we see a certain type of outcome. Then we go to the country that your colleagues who sat in the same classroom with you was also managing and we see another outcome. Application of the same policy. <laughs> we will now look at you and say that wisdom is justified by her children. Which means that show me your children and I'll show you whether you've been wise or foolish. So if up to now we can't maintain electricity. Up to now there are no good roads. Up to now, there are no hospitals. Up to now, there's no economy to manage. <laughs> the policy is 
then it means Are you are you okay with me? Yeah, okay. You are looking at me funny. Okay, because okay. Good the, the, the example that I used was about economies and countries. No. But you can just oppose that to your own economy. Amen. Your own country, which three. you are the president <laughs> and the chief economic <laughs> advisor. CEO. And you will see the same thing. CEO. And you we come to church every day. We learn wisdom from the word of God. We go home and with the knowledge we have acquired and when the time comes to apply the knowledge we have learned to our own lives to make things work, we take some decisions. Take decisions. You see, after all, Jesus said that sufficient is the trouble of today. Take no thought of tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Then you get your uh, money and everything is finished. And then after two days, the landlord comes and says, where's my rent? Immediately, you start speaking in tongues. Immediately, that is why Jesus said the children of this world are wiser than the children of, of the kingdom. Because the children of the kingdom, even though they have more knowledge, even though they have the truth, they don't apply the truth to the circumstances that they face. And so the knowledge turns to foolishness. Sometimes it looks like the word we have, we have, been, uh, uh, we have learned and impacted on us is not profitable. Not because it is not powerful, but we have failed to apply the word. Am I talking to somebody? So when we are talking about the, the children of wisdom, we are talking about how we apply the knowledge, knowledge that we have. You see, your life is, a, is a, a summary of the choices you have made. And I said to you last week that choices that we make most of the time is determined by the habits we have picked up. And the habits we have formed is it is advised or it is by the background. The things that we saw people do. Monkey see, monkey do, isn't it? So you see people doing something and you do it. People are selfish. You saw people being selfish. For instance, let me give you an, uh, an example. You saw that when you were growing up, the biggest part of the meat, of the chicken, the tie was given to daddy. And then the skinny part, the, the leg, you know the leg with the three digits, that skinny part is, is, is put in the, in the plate of the children. So the children get the little, then the daddy gets the breast and the, the thighs. So you, you are grown up thinking that when you grow, once you become the big man, the, the breast of the chicken is mine. The thigh of the chicken is mine. As for these children, they deserve the skinny three, four legs. So you see, your decisions that you take is informed by your upbringing and the choices you made. 
that once I become a big man, I have to be selfish. I have to eat. I have to eat the bigger portion of the of the meat. But somebody also grows that there is nothing like that. He has specially reserved meat. Everyone is entitled to one piece of chicken. So we all get one piece of chicken. Are you with me? So that person's in, they, they are, uh, choices is informed. Uh, they are informed by this principle that the fact that I am in charge of the distribution of this chicken doesn't make me the one who needs to get the biggest portion. Even though I am the father, I have the, I'm the one who has organized it. So the income comes, we make a road for everybody to walk on. We make hospital for everybody to go to. We make a... Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, because I, I've always wondered, what is the sense in you alone having a beautiful house? And there's no proper road to drive onto your house. And you go and buy a car with a, 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 a steel exhaust, that double exhaust, so you don't feel the bumps as you are driving on the bad road to your house. And then when you are sick, there's no hospital to go to. Because you haven't made a hospital, so you have to now find... Do you know how inconvenient it is to be when you are sick and you are being uh, prodded and pulled into a, a plane to fly you to another country? You are preaching. Preach, preach, preach. <laughs> but you see, wisdom, wisdom is justified. See, when I, when I give country uh, examples, you can see it. But sometimes you can't see when I bring it to the micro one, your own life. We have to apply it. Because that one, you have to apply it. But you see, it is the same thing. The way they treat the economy is the same way they treat their own personal income. If you like, see any church, the way the pastor treats his own personal income is the way he treats his, the church. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's very flashy and extravagant, the church will be renting a room and then he'll buy a posh car, buy posh shoes and posh uh, suits, posh instruments while they are renting. The next day they come, the landlord has locked the door. Then he said, let's believe God for another place to rent. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? So it is very important to understand that you need to apply wisdom to your own personal life. Yes. Amen. You need to apply wisdom. And wisdom is the knowledge we have all, we are all acquiring. You see, every day you learn something. Every day you learn something. The problem we have is that we don't know how to apply what we have learned to our circumstances. And sometimes our selfishness makes us look stupid. Our greed make us look silly. Hallelujah. The place is going quiet. How many are okay with me so far? So you see, I want us to look at these things, these practically, these things, these children of wisdom, and then see whether we have them. And if we don't have them, It is not late yet, but let's work towards them. Hallelujah. The first child of wisdom, son of wisdom we saw last week was what? The fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
The fool says in his heart, there is no God. How many know that is Bible? The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Now, I didn't say the foolish Christian says in his heart, there is no God. Or the foolish unbeliever says in his heart, there is no God. He said the fool. Sometimes we as Christians, we believe, we believe, but our actions don't tell that we believe. Because we don't fear God in our actions. We do everything unbelievers do. We, do, we go everywhere unbelievers go. We drink everything unbelievers drink. We smoke everything unbelievers smoke. We, we touch everything unbelievers touch. Hallelujah. So where is your fear and reverence for God? I asked you, who are you? When no one is watching. Does your action prove that you are a God-fearing person? Or does it prove that you are? It's not what you say. It's what you do. Have you not realized that the politicians in the developing countries, they have very big, big, big words they give. Pre-feasibility study. Intra-feasibility study. The the contract has not yet been undertaken. And then they go and buy a car. They say they are using the car to go around for feasibility study. And they go and buy a Mercedes Benz. (laughs) Have you seen a Mercedes Benz with the the, uh, suspension has been lowered? You are going to look at an uncompleted land. A a land has not been developed. That has galleys, no road. Have you seen that? How foolish that sounds. <laughs> and we, we do that. As Christians, it's like you, 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 you fear God. But you fear man more than God. That's right. When your deeds are exposed, that is when you show as if you are afraid or you are remorseful. But when no one is seen, Hallelujah. So we had an emoji. Remember the emoji? Mm. Do we still have the emoji? Hey. Watching you. Watching you. Watching you. Hebrews 4.13. All things are naked and open to the one with whom we have to do. He sees where no man sees. It is open. In case you think you are, you are tricking, tricking everybody, and nobody matters. The one with whom you have to do, the one who matters the most, he sees everything. So you see these eyes, they follow you everywhere. Hallelujah. So before you start doing anything, ask yourself, who is watching? Who is watching? And he is watching. And if you are going to be wise from today, you have knowledge, apply the knowledge to any circumstances that you face. Hallelujah. Amen. That is all I'm going to say about that. Come with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Let's read from verse 12 to 13. He says, I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that is done under the heavens. This burden, some tax, God has given to the sons of men by which they may be exercised. Hallelujah. So the wisest man that ever lived, Solomon, decided to do a research on life. 
a research on wisdom. You see, and most of the sons of wisdom that we are going to meet are as a result of the research that Solomon did. Is that all right? So come with me. Let's start looking. Let me start introducing you to the children of wisdom. Come with me to Proverbs. Proverbs 8. We're going to start from verse 12. Proverbs chapter 8. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Hallelujah. So he, he starts to name the, 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 the children of wisdom, and the first one he says is that, from verse 12, he says what? The fear, am I in the right place? Wisdom, 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So the first child we've talked about is, is the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's read on quickly. We read this last week. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me signs a king's reign. And rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule, and nobles, and all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring riches and righteousness. I like the word enduring riches. There is something called enduring riches, and there's something called fleeting riches. Have you seen Nouveau Rich? How many know Nouveau Rich? Nouveau Rich is newly rich people. They are the ones who have fleeting rich. They are the ones, new money, see them flashy. Old money don't show. Old money don't spend. Old money don't flash out cash. The royal family don't hold cash wherever they go. Because that's old money. The way they behave... Is different. It's ancestral. It's been. It's enduring. They take certain decisions to have old money. Uh, am I talking to somebody? The, my fruit is better than gold. Yes, fine gold. My revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. Amen. No, that's it. That's all I wanted from there. Hallelujah. So then, look at Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24. Are you in Proverbs? Before I look at Proverbs Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Let's start from there. Ecclesiastes, sorry. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4. Let's start from there. We come to Proverbs 24 in a minute. So this is the, the wisest man. You remember he started talking about his research to wisdom. Yes? 
we looked at it, his research to wisdom, and he carries on to say that I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. Hallelujah. The, 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 the sons of wisdom that Solomon exhibited or Solomon showed us. The first one was the fear of God. The second one is building himself houses. He said, I built myself houses. Hallelujah. I built myself houses. I planted myself vineyards. Amen. Now, it was a year ago, two years ago, we did house uh, building. Two years ago. In fact, we are, we are just about to write a book on building. How many will agree with me that there are three types of people in the world? Three types. The first ones are builders. Second ones are users. Third ones are abusers. Can I say that again? Three types of people in the world. They are either builders or users of what has been built. And then the extreme form of user is an abuser of what has been built. Hallelujah. And you see that all categories of countries and economies fall in the, one of these three. All categories of people fall in one of these three. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, are you a builder or a user or a, an abuser or a destroyer? What did they say? We can't say. Eh? We can't say. It's a trap. Oh, the, the way the place is going quiet. Ian, are you, are you talking to somebody? Ian, have you asked somebody? Ask somebody. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's not a trap. It's a very simple question. Are you a builder? Are you a user or an abuser? Now, now let me show you that if I'm going to give you a few characteristics of all three of them. Which one do you want me to start with first? Sorry? The bottom. The bottom. Abuser. Okay. Abusers, number one. Which, oh, no, no, no. Which one? Do you want the top or the bottom? I start from the top. Okay. The, 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 the top. So, builders, number one. Builders are people who come to meet nothing. But they use the nothing they come to meet to make something. So that by the time they are leaving, they leave the thing or the place better than what they came to meet. There, there was, there's a story about uh, when they were building uh, Kuwait, uh, these Arab places, one of these countries, Dubai. You know, it, it used to be a desert. And then they had three contractors come. And then the three contractors, the first one said that there's too much sand. The weather is extreme. 
We don't have water. Therefore, we cannot build. The second contractor came, said, there's too much sun. The weather is not very good. If we have to transport water, it will be very expensive. There's no roads or infrastructure to take us from, to take the water from wherever to this place. And therefore, we cannot build. Then one company came and said, there is too much sand, so we don't have to buy sand. There is a lot of heat in the day, which means that we can work throughout the night. There is no water, which means that we have to be very economical with any amount of water we bring. And therefore, working in the night will mean that we'll consume less water. So it will work in our benefit. And they got a contract. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's it. So they transformed it from there to that. And, 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 and that is wisdom. The, the scripture I said, you should look at Proverbs 24. Verse 3 says that through wisdom is a house built. It didn't say that by a lot of money. It says that one of the sons of wisdom is the ability to build. Amen. The ability to build is an expression of wise choices. I think I have proved in this church that you don't need money to build. Hallelujah. It's a series of right choices that will move, put the picture back, that will move from a desert to a very nice place. You see, one other characteristic, when the book comes, you have to get a book, but the book is very loaded. One of the characteristics of why of wise people or builders is the fact that everything is an opportunity. There is nothing like I cannot do it. I, I cannot use this. I cannot do this. There's no I cannot in a, in a builder's mind. A builder is somebody who sees everything as an opportunity. Take the opportunity. You are preaching, Pastor. Hallelujah. They take opportunity, they make the, the best out of every opportunity. Look how dry the place is. Look how arid the land is. Look how hot it feels. It is a barren land. But you see, the two other contractors did not account, they didn't see the, the free sand as a resource. When you hear developing country citizens talking, the leaders. it's all the government, the leaders, the government. They, they haven't done this for this. They haven't done that. They haven't done this. They haven't done that. They, haven't done this. they don't see the resources that is available. Because the government hasn't done this, it has given us the opportunity to do something for ourselves. But they don't see it. Wow. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? 
Le- okay, let me go run through because it's not part of what the other is. I'll end up preaching that. Users don't care how the thing came about. Their main focus is their selfish need. I need to enjoy this. I'm using the car. I'm using the house. I'm using the mobile phone. I'm using the church. I'm using the chairs. I'm using, you know, it's like you come. You, 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 you come to church. It's nice. The atmosphere is nice. Uh, uh, yes, then you criticize. Users criticize a lot. That is how come there are less critics in very busy economies than they are in a user economy. Everybody's an expert critic. Everybody has an opinion. It is the government. It's this, but it's that. It's that. It's that. And they are very, very vocal. Very vociferous. Talking loudly, you would think that if this person is given opportunity, the whole place will transform. But it's all hot air. They just talk and do nothing. Hallelujah. I, am I talking to somebody? That's the character of users. Users, they just want to use, 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 use. And when it goes to a, a, a stream form, it becomes an abuse. When you go to an economy of abusers, that house they came to meet, that their great-grandfather built, as they are living, they break the toilet, they never fix it. They break the, the step. You know, they, they, they don't put anything. So it's like when you are going on the steps, it's hop, skip, and jump before you get upstairs. A flight of stairs of 18 steps about seven of them are broken. And none of them have been repaired. Windows are hanging. And nobody will do anything about it. It's as if people don't see that the thing is spoiled. We need to do something about it. Abusers are the most selfish individuals in the world. We abuse the grace of God. We abuse the love of God. We abuse the house of God. We abuse the men of God. It's all about what God should give me. What the pastor should do. Why they, I was sick, they didn't come and visit. I was this, I didn't come. I was here, I didn't come. Have you asked if the pastor is well? Have you asked if the pastor is okay? Has it ever occurred to you that the pastor is also a human being like you and may also have needs? Preach, pastor, preach. But abusers don't think about anybody else. Hallelujah. You, are you don't like my, my message. Um, you see, the, the problem is I don't really care whether you like it or not. I think I, I, I need to preach this message. You know, especially to people of color. Our our Generations have become a generation of users and abusers. We don't build anything. The common characteristics of, of any country that is developed is that every time there are cranes everywhere. They are breaking a building to rebuild. They are renovating. 
they are doing something to add value. Are you with me? When you go to a place that is, a, is full of users, there's never ever a crane. They don't even have scaffoldings. There's, there's no culture of maintenance. Nobody ever asks anything to what they came to meet. It's use it, spoil it, and then let it be there. You are preaching. Hallelujah. And you come to your own, your own economy, your own house, your own life. Are you adding value to yourself? Are you adding value to your relationship? What, what do you bring to this relationship? What do you bring? The Bible says that the foolish woman plucks his, his her house down with her own fingers. The wise woman builds a house. A wise person builds. Whatever it is, they build. If they come to the church, they are to build. If they come to the choir, they are to build. If they come to this relationship, they are to build. Wherever they are, they are to build. But when you have a scornful person, see, users are very scornful. Abusers are scornful. Why is that? 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 They were singing well, but the music was too loud. It was too soft. Preach, Pastor, preach. I have to slap your mouth today as you are talking. Preach, Pastor, preach. Hallelujah. Why was she standing and not moving as she was singing? You that you can move, why don't you join? Critics. Everybody's a chief critic. But the person who is criticizing, when you go to the house, when you look at their personal life, they haven't added any value to it. You are criticizing the minister of economic, uh, the economic minister. Your own little economy, your own bank balance. Have you balanced it? Balance, balance. Not West balance. You yourself, when somebody knocks on your door, you tell the children to put the lights off. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let me descend on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. What have you done? What have you added to yourself? Year in, year out, what have you added to yourself? Amen. Users, abusers are always complaining. We don't have resources. We don't have material. We don't have money. No, no, you don't need money. You need discipline. I say you need discipline. You need to make right choices. The Bible says time and chance happens to them all. The race is not to the swift. Nor the battle for the strong. God gives everybody 24 hours. You, what have you done with your 24 hours? You don't want to know, Pastor. You don't want to know. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Yeah. Are, are we learning something? Yeah. Are we learning wisdom? Yeah. I, <laughs> wise women, you see, Proverbs 14 once is that the wise woman bails with her, house, her fingers, isn't it? Bails. They bailed. Take the woman, the gender away and make it neutral. The wise person builds. Hallelujah. 
Whatever it is they are doing, they build. Wherever they are, they build. Don't say that ah, I'm only here for nine months. After nine months, I'm going back home. So I don't, no, no, no. It, it doesn't matter whether you're here for nine months, nine days, nine hours. Build. Building is a culture. Are you with me? Building is a culture. It is not about uh, resources. Do you know this church is not the first church I have helped to build? This is not the first church I have helped, helped to build. And when we bought this building, we didn't even have half of the people who are in this room. We didn't have half of the people on this room. We didn't have in the church. And we bought it. It's, an, it's a mindset. It's not how much money you have. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. I, I, I'm a student. When I leave school, I'll, I'll think about building a house. No, no. The best time to buy a house and build a house is when you're a student. When you don't pay your own rent, you don't pay your own. And there's no council tax. There's no council tax. There's no this. There's no that. There's no that. You don't pay electricity. You don't pay anything. This is your, your opportunity. Stop eating, just eat. Stop taking Uber. Delivery route. Then there's, there's a man on the bike with a, with a food behind the back, always coming to your house. It is your house that you are, you are, you are eating. Hey, give me two chicken. Give me the, I don't like the breast. Peri-peri peri sauce. Peri-peri peri, peri chips. The chips. Extra hot sauce. That is your house. I said that is what? Your house. You are eating your house. Always buying new shoes. New handbags. New shoes, new handbags. The new shoe and the new handbag is the house that you are eating. Every time they release a new phone, you have to get a new phone. iPhone X, iPhone A flat, iPhone B, iPhone... And you see, there's no difference between iPhone 2 and iPhone 7. There's no difference. There's no difference. It's just, oh, they've made the picture brighter. <laughs> they've made be- better camera quality, better sound quality. Yeah. We've changed the, the, the uh, earphone plug from uh, uh, a pin to a square. Bluetooth. We have now made it Bluetooth. So instead of the wire going all the way from your ear to the thing, they've no, cut no. the wire. They need to foolish. You go and buy it. Wisdom is justified by her children. Yeah. You are buying all these gadgets and you are poor. Oh, take your time, Pastor. Take your time. Have you not realized? Take your time. Have you not realized that the rich people don't wear branded things? Take your time, Pastor. Poor people always think that they have to be identified by the clothes they wear. That is uh, Raffle Cameron. Raffle, Raffle. That, that is, uh, uh, what do you call it? Gucci, Gucci. This is Versace. Then, yeah, smell, smell me, smell me. Mm, that is, this is Creed, Creed, Creed. It's 300 pounds. Who cares? Listen. Listen. 
as soon as you 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 go toilet five times and come, the kid will not Oh, uh, I don't know. 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 I, I, I feel the message more than I'm preaching, and I, I don't know whether we 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 just don't get it that you have enough resources, you have enough to build. Hallelujah. Stop making excuses for not building. Listen, uh, 10 pairs of black shoes are a black shoe. Are you with me? 10 pairs of brown shoes is a brown shoe. 7 pairs of white shoes is a white shoe. Whether you wear, I'm telling you, ladies, ladies, let me tell you because Maybe you don't know. But for us guys, when we look at you, we see a brown shoe. You had a brown shoe, uh, uh, a black top, and then a, a white skirt. If the, the top is 300 pounds, and somebody has a black top of 30 pounds, for us it's one black top, white, and then brown shoes. That's all we see. You are the only one who knows that this cost me 300, this cost me 500, this cost me 1,000. My handbag is 2,000. We don't care. Listen, as a man, as a man, I've never ever seen a a lady carrying a bag say, ooh, this bag is very expensive. (laughs) Or must be very expensive. I don't know. (laughs) I never look at the shoes I remember once I went with my wife. My wife doesn't like shopping. So anytime I, we, we travel, I have to force her, let's go shopping. They went to this shop in America somewhere. Some back shop. We entered. They said, oh, let's look at the back. We picked one bag. It was about $3,000. I said, why? <laughs> one bag. Immediately, I, I was looking at how many houses... I can build. Someone is carrying it. They don't even carry it once a week. Because it's that expensive, they don't use it. It's like it's become a god in the house that they worship. Put in the original box, they put a glass box there. What is that? Tell your neighbor he's talking to you. He's not talking to anybody. He's talking to you. You, you in particular. You in particular. Yeah, you see, a, a, a guy will go and buy, you know, this is, uh, uh, this, this suit is 3,000 pounds suit. I remember one day, one day, one, one day, uh, a, a brother bought me a shirt. He brought the shirt to me. And, you know, you know, no, like, you know, my, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, put it there in the corner. And I just carried on with my life. And then after a few weeks, I was like, let me look at the shirt. 
Then when I looked at the shirt, the size was not my size. Then I was like, ah, let me find the shop that the guy bought the shirt and then get it, get them to swap for it. And then I was told that the shop is in London on Park Lane. So I sent the shirt to my sister that she should, when she's free, she should just go and swap it for me. Then a few days later, my sister called me and said, do you know the price of that shirt? I said, oh, buy the shirt. When my sister told me the price of the shirt, I told her, can you not give it to them and let them give us the money? <laughs> I'm not going to put this on my back knowing the price of this shit. You know, it's like, why? I'm not saying don't wear nice things. But it does, does it have to be that expensive? When you haven't built a house. And you see, the Bible says that a, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So you see, you must always be thinking about your children's children. Always be thinking about them. Otherwise, you don't qualify to be a, a good man. So what are you leaving for them? As you are buying this Louis Vuitton. <laughs> buying this, buying that. Buy. Some of us, when our parents die, it's a lot of debt yeah. that we have to pay. Have to their debt. <laughs> Hello? I, I, are you okay with me so far? Let's go on quickly. Let's meet because there are a lot of the children. Some of them I'm just going to mention them. Then we we'll go on. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So the second one, go back to third one. Let's look at the scripture again. We are looking at Ecclesiastes, isn't it? Yeah. He planted what? Vineyards. How many can see greenery? Garden. Serenity, ambience, environment. How many can see that there are certain parts of the world garden is not planted? Hello? Oh, you've gone quiet. You are looking at me funny. Yeah. A certain part of the world, we don't build gardens. But you see, one of the sounds of wisdom is the atmosphere you create. How many know that the office of the CEO has a certain ambience? You won't find a lot of papers. You won't find a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Books, papers, going, stacking up, you know, you won't find it there. Maybe a fish tank and nice chairs because you need that atmosphere to think because for them, it is not mundane work. It is taking decisions that will bring money or lose us money. So they need that ambience. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you bring it to your own life, it's the same. I always tell married couple that you can easily cause your marriage to, to break down. Even by the ambience of, of your house. The light in your house can make you divorce quickly. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll explain it to you. Under pressure. The TV is loud. 
the music is loud, the lights are very bright, the children are shouting, the wife is shouting, you also shout. And by the time you realize, tempers are up, people are angry, people start throwing things, people start hitting people, before you realize you are in a divorce court. Because the atmosphere is too loud. Temperature is high. So I was, when I come home, I would say, bring the TV down. Bring everything down because I need to control the te- atmosphere. I need everything to calm down. Change the lights. Don't put, uh, what do you call it, 80 watts, 90 watts on top of your head. Buy a standing light. When you put it on, it gives a certain ambience. Have you not seen that when you go to a posh hotel, you don't not see fluorescent light bulb on top of your head, shining on your head? How many know what I'm talking about? You have lights. You said the lights are very small and very dingy. It's like the whole place is very dark. It's very, you know, yeah, because it's relaxing. It's intentional. Hallelujah. He is intentional. There are parks. You can go and walk in the park. It refreshes you. We like concrete. Hallelujah. It refreshes you. You know, every house has a garden. You can sit in the garden and enjoy the greenery. It relaxes you. It invigorates you. Ah, oh, for me, I like concrete. I went to my, my, my mother's house. The whole house has been concreted. I said, why? So, you don't understand. I said, what did I understand? We used to have three different sets of gardens. One here, one in the middle, and one there. Beautiful. About seven mango trees, six coconut trees. You know, nice, you know, places. We had a summer hut. That's a place you sit, surrounded by garden. Beautiful. When I went, everything has been concreted. I was so mad. It's easy to manage. You see this step one logic. <laughs> step one logic. You are thinking only for today. You are thinking only about what you can see. You are thinking about, about number one. Stomach. Number one is. No. The color of your settee. Don't buy a big TV that is taking over the house like a monster. The room is this big, just from here to here, this big. And you go and buy a TV that is that big. Cinema experience. You say cinema experience. What you don't realize is it is making your blood boil. It is frying your brain. It is making you hyper. You are quick-tempered because of the size of the screen you have in your house. You didn't know that. Have you not realized that it's only a certain color of people who buy those type of things? Oh, you don't want me to say it. It is my job to educate you. Yes. Yes. You go to a rich man's house, you won't see that. Most of them, there's no TV there. There's a special room. They only go there for a few minutes to listen to the news, put it off, and then come and sit in an atmosphere. You can't see where the music is coming from. But the music is coming. Very cool music. Chill that place. 
By the time you go to bed and you wake up in the morning, you feel refreshed. You have new ideas. You are ready to go. No, by the time you come to, 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 to sleep and wake up, you are like. <laughs> preach it, pastor. Preach it. Even the cinema that we watch, the, the movies. Nigerian movies. Play the, play the soundtrack. Some soundtrack. Play, play soundtrack from one of these. <laughs> and, and then play a soundtrack from a, 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 a Warner Brothers or play, play a soundtrack from. from a, a, Can you tell the difference? Can you tell the difference? Hallelujah. Can you tell the difference? That is why you finish watching that movie in the middle of the night, you're still having nightmares. Every time somebody has a knife, he's about to kill somebody. And somebody has painted their face black and blue and white. And those are the movies you like. That is why you are so hyperactive. That's why you make the wrong choices. We are products of our environment. Are you with me? And the wisest man said that I built vineyards. I created the environment. I controlled the atmosphere in my house. I like it to be serene. See, the reason why... We spend so much money buying the sound system we have in this church is because we want the atmosphere to be controlled. Have you gone to another church? There's so many speakers, there's so many you can't even have the peace of mind to hear the sermon. Yeah, true. The Holy Spirit will go away. Listen, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Oh, my time is gone. Rise to your feet.